Yo, welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cruz, and today is Sunday, July 30th. Goodness, we're almost out of almost out of August. Ah, oh, gosh, this is going too quick. Okay, uh, you can. So today, you guys know Sunday. You know what that means? The Warrior Cast. That means a new episode of Warrior came out, and we had the Warrior Cast. Today, we are, as always, joined by. The maestro, Michael Carroll. Well, I did used to play the saxophone, so I could have been a maestro at some point. Oh my goodness! We just, yeah. this just the more you learn, the more you learn. <laughs> the talented Michael Michael Carroll. But we're going to get into that for in a second. But where <laughs> you can find the cruising podcast is at Apple Podcast, Spotify, Patreon, YouTube, and anywhere else you can find your podcast needs. That's where you can find the cruising podcast. Also, you can find the latest updates of the show is on Instagram at cruising podcast. Also on Twitter at Nice Town Finest. And Michael, where can they find you? They can find me on social media, including X. At producer Mike nine seven five, that's a dumb name. And uh, you can find Comic Cast, the podcast that I host with Jong Lee. We post that each and every week on all your favorite podcast platforms. That's Comic Cast, C O M I C A S T. Comic Cast, and what have we been talking about on Comic Cast lately? Uh, it's mainly been secret invasion related still. Uh, we actually, so we're, like you said, we're recording this on Sunday, July 30th. We're recording issue 496 on Monday, July 31st, with the release date of August 1st in mind. And Jong's going to be out for that one. So I have writer Alicia Gilstorf. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name, Alicia. Uh, I'll find out tomorrow when I record. <laughs> but uh alicia is a writer for telltale telltale tv and she was covering uh secret invasion for the site so invited her on to see and talk about secret invasion the season finale that occurred last week and then kind of a look back at 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 secret invasion so it's been mainly secret invasion focused as of late and it continues with this week's issue of comic cast and uh Alicia, so hold. I uh, just wanted to put this out there. Telltale, like the video game series. Yeah, you would think that. No, it, it's not the video game series, but it's uh, it. But it's it's similar. Uh, you know, tell T E L L dash tail TV. So if yeah. you want to go check out their work, they they have a ton of great writers over there at Telltale TV. Uh, I worked with another one, uh, another writer, I should say, uh, named Melody. She helped me with the mandalorian one of the mandalorian episode recaps um and she was phenomenal so uh check out the folks at telltale tv not related to the video game series (laughs) (laughs) speaking of writers (laughs) oh Oh, yeah what did what have you been up to with well i uh so yes i did start a Substack. Uh, for folks if they want to go check it out uh, I think if you just search Michael Carroll or producer Mike 975 um, or thoughts from a nerd that's the name of it um, I actually started it at the beginning of this year and then proceeded to not use it for six months uh, and then I finally posted something back at the end of June but I didn't really like put it out there or anything like that just kind of setting the stage of what 
I hoped it would be and what I kind of want it to be. And then I actually posted like the first big article this past, uh, what was that, Tuesday? And it was all about Warrior, what we're going to be talking about today. And Warrior, to that point, through episode six, um, yeah, I hope I hope people like it. it. There's still a lot that needs to be improved in terms of my writing. I was kind of redundant. I was kind of, uh, uh, what else did Ashley say I needed to improve on? Like the structure was okay, but like there are some areas I need I need work on. But it's it's something that I've always been interested in doing, and so it was kind of had the itch to write. And so I'm, I started a Substack. So if you want to check it out, feel free. Then that information will be on the uh, on the uh, description of this episode to make sure go check out Michael Carroll's writing of Warrior because he tells you why you actually should be watching the show and why the show should be uh, consumed by everyone. And um, uh, one more thing, I was I was kind of interested by seeing this on HBO um, Max on Max app. Um, is it weird that they stopped like? advertising the companion podcast because they used uh, to advertise it all the time like before every episode i guess they put it at the end now like it, it's oh. at the very end but why i don't know they why they put it at the end i don't know because yeah it would make more sense to mm. put it at the beginning kind of like how they did with i mean at least our, i'm pretty sure they did that with last of us and a lot of the shows that they do typically you would put it at the beginning because that's when you're going to grab most people Mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know I, but i stayed through through the end of the credits and it was it, it it they posted it a screenshot of it at some point maybe i'm misremembering but it, i mean they did show like listen to the companion podcast at some oh. point because i was about to say now that you know they got i guess because of the writer strike and they can't really talk about it I was like the official podcast of warriors now you know warrior cast oh yeah that's a good point yeah <laughs> Yeah, but, that's a good uh, point. Maybe that's why it's not getting the run that it was. I don't know. I hadn't listened to it because I was listening to our Warrior cast. Hey, <laughs> just like y'all know, you know, this is this is the official official now. Oh uh, no, no, please don't don't sue us. Yeah, no, uh, no, sue no. me. Actually, <laughs> sorry, uh, but don't. <laughs> I don't have any money. <laughs> Same. I don't have a lawyer. I can't afford one. <laughs> but um. So you did a writing on the Warriors TV show, which is amazing. I I got to read through it. It was I thought it was good. I oh, then again, man. I'm not an English major, so you know, <laughs> I I thought Neither it was good. I tried work that. I tried. I tried. You know, it's it's okay to do something new. That's that's what happened with this with me starting my podcast. You know, I literally looked at it for a couple of weeks, and I was like, all right, I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> just gotta much. do it. Just gotta mm. jump in and do it at some point, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta put both feet in and see what happens. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> All right. So there was uh one okay, but we've had um YouTube comments from um no I'm more, I'm sorry if I'm gonna butcher this name. Well, you know what? I'm just gonna say your last name is Lee. I did not know this about last episode. Um about um, uh, but she said, or he I'm hoping he or she said. Another great episode and breakdown. You know that this episode was the 50th anniversary of Bruce Lee's death. His daughter, Shannon, got a cameo as the boy's mom and crushed those, I think, the Germans. Those those Germans. Oh, that was Shannon. Oh, man. I did not. Oh, that's so cool. 
that, I said that is awesome. I, I said I didn't know that. I, I actually did not know that was the 50th anniversary of his death. Um, and that was <laughs> it. How appropriate to have his daughter play a pretty much a central role at the end there with mm-hmm. the pickaxe and getting her revenge for her son. That that's that's a cool. I mean. I that's a, that's a cool touch to the to the to the episode. I didn't realize it was the 50th anniversary either. Um, but yeah, that's that's all, like that's that subtlety, not subtlety, but like what's the word? But like ha- just having Shannon in, involved in that way was is really cool. It's just really cool. Mm, I thought I know was, she's uh, involved with the show, um, mm-hmm. but to have her like on screen, I guess, is really. Cool. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, I think that. Um... Yeah, that's right. She was she's been like a really she's a producer, right? She was a producer of the show or mm-hmm. something like that. So that which is good. I mean, it, it, now you first you're doing it from the writings of Bruce Lee. I guess you should be using, you know, some type of family member. Yeah, <laughs> part right. of it. yeah. So um, but I thought that was a pretty cool touch. I didn't I didn't know that it was his 50th anniversary um bit of his death. Uh still conspiracy behind that, just putting it out there. But um and um yeah it that's the only really comment I've seen from uh, last week uh, about the last week's episode. So thank you. Uh, I'm, I don't want to butcher your name. I'm going to say the last name, Lee. Thank you for your comments. Please continue to listen to the Warrior Cast and continue leaving comments because we're going to read them right here. All right. So um, now we're going to start off with the show. I mean, with this episode. What episode this episode seven or six? Episode, episode seven, seven. Mm-hmm. episode seven. I knew, mm-hmm. and I put it out there. Um, <laughs> oh, so we start off with Father June, really, literally, right after Father June getting shot by the Germans and uh being sent. I mean, they pretty much get back to Hopway territory with uh the shot and everything. Apparently, he got to a doctor and uh got the bullet out of his stomach, and um, a lot of lot of things kind of ensued um after this uh. Th- especially with father june it's kind of weird uh what's going on with him uh what did you think about so my thing the thing i got from this scene was when kind of assam was trying to smooth things over with young june saying yeah he did a really good job you know he he was he was amazing out there and like you see young june look at him give him that little fake smile and then after he turns around oh yeah man i'm gonna kill you I'm gonna kill you for this. Uh, yeah, that was the look, right? Like that, that, that look that young June at first, it's like acknowledging, like, thank you. That, like, that's a nice thing to say. But then it quickly switches to, it's all your fault. And I think I said it last week, but I, well, I've been saying it throughout the, the course of us doing this, the show. I, I felt like June, young June and Assam were on a collision course to 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 collide with each other in some way some form hit hit a barrier that they just can't work through and it seems like father june is that for for them like it it now seems like what i thought would have been something that would have broken them earlier like whether it was the reveal of my my ling and assam being siblings or the you know just some of the other things that young june has learned he still is been with assam throughout all throughout all of that right mm-hmm. but then this this is like that final thing where it's like there's no coming back possibly he just you know assam if he had just done what he was supposed to do they would have mm-hmm. come back father june be fine but he didn't but i don't think he's wrong in doing what he did 
but it's now put young june in a, in a position of like we're supposed to it's supposed to be the hop way like that's what we're supposed to be and you put the tong before everything else that doesn't matter assam that we should have just done our thing and left and it maybe cost him his dad in a sense but of course they didn't play it like where he just straight up dies or anything like that no it went to a i would argue even more heartbreaking route that i didn't mm -hmm. expect to see coming with father june seemingly losing his mind hallucinating like that that took a turn man i i didn't expect that yeah i wasn't expecting him to it seemed like he's having fever dreams and kind of like having those hallucinations and things and i think this is and we saw by the end of the episode um we see like young june seeing his father as cowering kind of like um being weak in some ways i think this is probably his first time in his life where his dad kind of like isn't that strong figure in his life right now and it kind of it, I, I want it has to mess with him because that's kind of his hero and it mm -hmm. sucks seeing your hero kind of like becoming weaker and right in front of your eyes literally he's losing his mind he's, his brain is deteriorating his health <laughs> is deteriorating clearly and you see him like weak for the first time like you rather had seen like the last part of him last time he saw him like walking away going up north that that's probably would have been better for him or whenever they were ready to die together inside the uh the deportation camp like either that or either or would have helped would have been better for young june than seeing his father like literally deteriorating in front of his eyes and like now wondering like i can't lean on him anymore now there's no leaning on him no more i, I i'm on my own i i had a psalm a psalm was somebody i could have leaned on now he's trying to use hung as the new like his new guy and it's just like Hung doesn't know where he wants to be now. Like Hung is in the middle of this, and it kind of sucks because you know that's not his type of character. He's kind of like the oh man, I'm gonna go along with everybody else type deal. And it's just Young June now is on his own. It feels like making decisions, which I think are about to be really bad decisions because he makes emotional decisions that have no thought process behind it. And he, it, this is definitely going to spell. This definitely kind of spells the end of their. Their brotherhood, in my opinion, especially the hopway. This might actually kill off the hopway if this goes wrong. If anything, it'll definitely kill whatever relationship Assam and, and Young June had to this point. It just seems like I don't know that it's irreparable at this point, but it definitely is is pretty you know, I don't know what the word is, but it's it's bad. It's it's <laughs> to say the least. The relationship is very bad right now. And with Hong, like I think, I think he would lean more Assam because mm -hmm. of his what he's his relationship with the singer. I forget the singer's name, so I apologize. So I just say the singer. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that's going to come to a head at some point because, like the singer said, that they were extending their stay in San Francisco, and so they'll be able to be around each other for a little bit longer. But mm -hmm. once that residency wraps up is hong gonna just let them go i don't know that i don't i i feel like hong would go with them or if anything the singer would push hong to be like you're you're more than just the tong you're more than just hop way you're you're you 
you're a good person deep down and and we could discover the world together kind of thing right mm -hmm. and i think that more aligns with with what assam believes than what young june believes so it may come a point where hong has to choose a side and he's put in a precarious position but i could see him more aligning with assam and then it becomes assam and hong versus the rest of the of of the tong um which i don't know well, i don't know if it would be a straight up fight or if it would just be like a um just a you're exiled or whatever the case or we're gonna kill you it's probably gonna result in a fight of some kind uh so we'll have to wait and see on that but i just wanted to quickly go back to the father june stuff because the father june stuff it really like hit home for me just because i in what was this 2021 my grandmother I was taking care of her and she started having like hallucinations and things like that. Kind of not quite to the extent of father June, mm -hmm. but it was definitely like similar in that, like she's seeing people and she's seeing this, seeing that. And it's like, I don't, you know, and, and, and like you said, it's, it's, it's tough to see people that you deem as your heroes or you look up to or whatever uh become like where they can't take their like they can't take care of themselves or they i don't know what it's not that they you can't look at them or anything like that it's just it's mm -hmm. sad to see these people that were so strong in your life become a shell of themselves if you will and it's just mm -hmm. it's tough man it's it's real tough to see so like with young june seeing that for his dad and he's doing his best to just take care of him um you know like looking for him and like putting him to bed and like trying to console him like hey it's it's you're you're not on the ship you're not like there's no cannons you're fine it's, it was very similar to what i was doing with my grandmother where she was like she one night thought she was falling out of her chair and i was like no no, no you're 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 fine you're laying back like you're not close to falling and it's like trying to console that person that hit so much for me like in terms of oh it's i mean it's kind of how it plays out uh, my grandmother couldn't move around so i didn't have to worry about the like walking away but i can only imagine the scariness of like like the guy said like it was father june what am i gonna do I, i'm not gonna stop him mm -hmm. um but young june knows like something's wrong with him and he needs to go get him um and same thing with lee young he knew something was wrong and and instead of taking advantage of the situation he he brought him back which was very like again like lee young is a he is a member of the long z and stuff like that but he is he has a heart i guess at, at the end of the day because he it's i like that scene with him walking him back and like taking care of father june because that's a scene that you know most of most different communities have have haven't really shown like all right well we're at war with each other but well i guess you can't really say they're at war they're business partners right now but they've had a long-standing hatred towards each other and for uh goodness lee young to like put all that aside and actually help out father june knowing that there's something clearly wrong with him and actually helping him it, i think maybe him maybe taking care of long z to begin with probably helped them out with yeah. this situation but also like he's he always he's kind of like a psalm and he's him and a psalm are kind of the same 
where they actually care about their people, not just the Tong, but Chinese as a whole. And when you see one of them down, you're going to go, they're going to go and help them no matter what. And it seems like that's what it seemed like with Father June. Like, all right, well, you know, he's probably killed scores of my Tong, but I can't. What honor is it to kill him right here or take him hostage? There's no honor in this. And it, that's mm-hmm. what it seems like with with uh, Lee Young is that there's an honor system and he actually abides by it. Now, if it was my Ling that found Father June like that, I think this is a whole different story. I think this is a whole this starts a war in Chinatown. And but the but the warrior spirit of uh, Lee Young to me was was what helped him be able to take care of Father June. And Father June was at, at the end of the day respects the warrior aspect of everyone. And that's probably why he kind of leaned on Lee Young right there and why he maybe kind of cowered away from uh young June because you know it, he probably sees him as a threat. He's <laughs> probably has seen him as a threat because how he took the tongue in the first place. So I yeah. I think I think we're we're I think it's gonna be it's it's subtly happening, but I think Yuli Young is about to take over that that song um, at the end of the day. Yeah, and and I think with just Lee Young in general, it's just a like a like you kind of mentioned, like he he is a warrior at the end of the day. He's more about honor, respect, and mm-hmm. he's not going to take advantage of that situation. Like that's the like like you said, there's no honor in that. Um, he, I think he just saw like a a broken broken man like something's wrong with him i just there's nothing right about this situation i'm just going to take him back and i think even if they weren't in partnership if they were in the middle of their war i could still see lee yong doing that mm-hmm. i don't my ling i i don't know that she would um she would probably play it to her best advantage so i wonder if that presents a problem with lee yong mm-hmm. and my ling in some way like you had father june and you just let him go like i don't know if like she would play it that way uh i don't know that they would play that angle up either in any way just because they do have the wedding coming up i think the wedding is next episode so i mean maybe that's something that's that's not gonna amount to like maybe it's just a respect factor between young june and lee young at the end of the day mm-hmm. um because they don't even say anything right like it's just a like a subtle like nod like you know yeah. you know i know thank you you know gave, gives him his jacket back like that was the other thing leon gave him his jacket walked him back like it was very it was very very kind what leon does and it, he's just uh, he's genuinely another person that's i think one of the better people in terms of being a genuine good person i think at the end of the day I mean, yeah. he, he does fight, and he is in a tongue or whatever. But I, 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 I think the honor and respect factor is big for him. And with, um, I mean, like Young June could have at least said thank you for not, you know, kidnapping my father. That was he could have, yeah, yeah. Could, like he could have audibly said thank you. Goodness gracious, yeah. I understand. I, th- I think it was, it, the, yeah, it could have. <laughs> I was waiting for him to say thank you, but it was like I think it was just the. I think when they give each other that look of, like kind of like a nod or whatever i think that's that's basically like a thank you that's the best they're going to get between the two of them since they're rivals but i think both of them understood the the magnitude of that situation Mm -hmm. and i'm 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 excited to see this next episode about this wedding sorry no it's going to be an issue i know it's going to be really really bad bad scene 
for someone. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I don't think it's going to be a red wedding of any kind, but you never know. I don't think oh. it'll be that. I think it'll actually be like a good wedding, possibly. Mm. But we, I mean, we'll have to wait and wait and see. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to move on, move over to um, a toy um, having to fight off those. Um, the other brothel. What was his name? Ming Ming Lu. Ming Yu. Ming Yu. Mm. I had it written down too. Fighting off Ming Yu and uh, Lai having to uh, kick somebody. It was one of his goons off of the uh, banister. No, she <laughs> she she kicks him off. She kicks oh, it was him. him? Oh, yeah, man, she roundhouse kicks him in the face, and that man goes flying over the banister. It was magnificent. <laughs> it was great. It, it it a toy didn't look too injured fighting that that during that fight. So. Maybe she's getting, you know, maybe she's getting a little more healthier. Yeah, y'all about to get a one hundred percent of toy right now, and uh, I'm hoping uh, that we we see that soon too with the Strickland situation. I'm, I'm really hoping that we see a one hundred percent of toy uh, do some work during uh, probably next couple episodes. But um, yeah. I, I I like that it's like um, he tried to get his girls back, and she just gave him like pocket change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I think Ming Yu, he's he was an interesting add to to the dynamics of everything because I don't think he's done. Like I I, I don't see that man going off quietly now with the way things shook out between between him and a toy. Um, from the jump, though, like his whole thing is you know oh that white woman stole stole my property, mm-hmm. I want them back, and obviously the toy's like no they. It's not there. I kept them safe and they're with me like, no, that's not happening, bro. And <laughs> she is getting back to 100 percent, but she still got caught like by Ming Yu when he put the blade to her in a, in a certain way and had it towards her neck. So she's not quite there yet, because I think if a toy was at 100 percent, she would have handled Ming Yu. Um, mm-hmm. But of course, Lai comes through the the bodyguard. I forget his name comes through just like hammer fist that dude in the back of the head like oh god and uh uh yeah lie comes through with a ridiculous kick and then like i i guess you know the other aspect to this is me and you is in long z territory uh a toys in 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 hopway territory so that's why there is a need for a mediator in my ling mm-hmm. and I think, like, even though he is part of her territory, she respects a toy and, like, understands her significance and importance. And also, it's, like, just, like, you know, he's calling women property and stuff like that. Like, my Ling's probably not going to have that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, no, bro. Um, yes, you do work for me, but, like, I'm not having that here. Um and she, I, I think she kind of helped. I don't want to say helps, but she does help direct the situation of like a toy has given you more than what you owe um, or more than what, you know, you want or expect or whatever. Like you don't really deserve anything. So you're lucky you're getting this, this bag. And it's <laughs> like, this isn't even like enough. And it's like, well, that's for the table that table. you broke. <laughs> it's, it's only you for the broke table. That table. <laughs> 
<laughs> but with your body. Yeah, yeah. yeah, with, yeah, your body, yeah. yeah. with your body, I kicked you over. And yeah. I like the later on scene with uh Toy and uh Asab where uh they, they were like, <laughs> what happened to the table? <laughs> he said it's normally my job. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, uh, he he gives her like what was it? He gives her like a smile too that I, I thought was was funny. Um and, and yeah, the, it was like the smile that he gave and, and talking about uh, talking about that situation because they both have both have situations in this episode in terms of mm-hmm. kicking people out and whatnot. And it's funny, like it's just funny to see their dynamic from where it was at the beginning of the show to now. There's just a like they're just at the end of the day, like just trying to hold everything together and they're they're coming together and just talking about all the drama. <laughs> drama that we're they're having um and they're both going to the wedding which is nice mm-hmm. now will they be going together no <laughs> no hold on because i already know my language is like sowing those seeds to uh to kind of like mess with the printer's daughter a little bit like i i'll there, there's some seeds being planted everywhere especially by my language like she this this wedding is going to be something i i'm I'm really kind of curious like this seems like a mind a big mind game right now with the with this with this whole wedding situation so mm-hmm. especially you know you're about to have young june there and then you're going to see you know alice assam with the um where i had her name written down i swear i had her name written down Yan um yon me yep mm-hmm. yon me and uh you know there there's that and then you have a toy it's just oh, i can't wait to see this episode now now i'm excited I, the way she like invites people it made me like mm, mm-hmm. is this a trap of some kind you know it had me a little like i don't know like it because the way she approaches a psalm about it, it it's like oh no it's i want you there for my to as my brother you know like that that's what i want you to be there for but it's mm-hmm. hard to take her at face value at this point because just her demeanor and tone just felt like is this a game or do you actually want me there? And same thing with the toy like that, that whole situation with her inviting her to the wedding and stuff like that. Um, it has us a little like, I think she's being genuine, but I could see it the other way too. Yeah, Cause she was like, yeah, you know, I'm getting married, right? Like, no, why would I know this? I, I don't mm-hmm. Why would you just, it just, uh, you, you know, I'm getting married. I'm like, like, I think she approached both of them like that. Like, you know, I'm getting married, right? Or something like pretty much that type of question. I'm like, what, what, what's your game here? I need to know your game because I don't think any of them see the game, but she's definitely playing some type of role. I mean, some type of game with this wedding situation. I'm just, hmm. I, either that or she's trying to kill off the other song. I, yeah, maybe. That's way. why I was like, I don't know if it's going to be a red wedding situation. I don't think so. I think she does want it to just be an actual wedding, um, not like a, a, a secret ploy or anything like that. But you just, I mean, with Myling, you know, it's just hard to say um, because I, she's one of the characters that I feel like is always planning or playing a game of some kind. Like you said, she's she's sowed the seeds for distrust be- between Assam and, and Young June. Like she's even though they're in peace. She's still playing the game and, and trying to 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 wear down the hop way in a different way and ca- causing a rift between Assam and, and, and Young June. And it seems to be working as Young June like seems to like have a vague threat towards Yan Me. 
mm-hmm. with the you're going to train my men and you know oh if but you just got to be careful because we don't want anything happening to you because what if something happened to you like it was very much a, a veiled threat at her um for their you know do, do you think he has some type of idea like she might be actually stealing that money or like he's probably worried about her stealing that money at some point he, he might be looking for an excuse for her mm-hmm. to like get rid of her um yeah. and and that might be the thing because obviously Yanmi did show Assam that money mm-hmm. and that's probably going to blow up that's, that's something that young june would probably find in some way or one of the hopway find um Could, you know maybe just by searching a room or whatever I, I like what she was saying to Assam. Like, like we've been saying all for this whole season, really. Like, she's really been trying to show Assam that other side. Like, you're a symbol of hope for the Chinese people, mm-hmm. and you're not just a thug. And then, like, like we've been saying, like Assam's been playing both of those sides. Like, do I want to be a thug or do I want to be the hero? And she finally like verbalized it to him. Like, you're just trying to. You don't know which side of it you want to be on. That's why things are kind of blowing up in your face sometimes. Mm-hmm. and it's he just wants to do what's right at the end of the day what's right for the chinese people um he wants to do what's right by chinatown and that's what he was showcasing in in episode six he he just wants to do the right thing and and, and help people and uh, he's i think he i think deep down he realizes that but it's again that that sense of identity is it is it really what you want? Is it really what you want to be a Hopway member? Mm-hmm. I don't think it is, bro. Like, I think it's just keeping people safe and keeping everything under control. Um, that's what that is for you. And Yanmi is is going to be maybe the one that shakes him up, shakes him out of that, and mm-hmm. makes him realize he's he means more to people. He's not just a tool for fighting. He's not just a a hatchet man he's not just here to dice people no he he means more to to everyone to a lot of people in a lot of ways like like leary said to to him like the kid that he kind of like slaps around like they they respect him he's got a giant 10 foot portrait they, they respect him in so many ways uh because he he of the what he does for the people at the end of the day yes he is hop way but he's more than that. And I think Yan Mi is helping him see that he's more than that. Cause he, I guess he, I don't know if it's like a low, not a low self-esteem, but it's, it's just something where it's in his head. It's, it's maybe it's like, I can't confront this about myself or a reluctantly trying to, to convince himself that he's, he's more, um, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just a combination of things. I think. He's having like a identity crisis. Right yeah, now. Like, yeah. Should, do I want to be a thug? Do I want to be this? So, it's just a. I, I hope that um, I hope that she helps him, but I think her death is going to like push him over that thug edge. Uh, I hope she doesn't die. I mean, that could be very well on the table. Um, I could see that being the thing that breaks us on from fighting with Young June to fighting Young June. I could mm-hmm. see that be the case. Um, because yeah, I mean, but all, like also a psalm when he's fighting for the people or for what's right he's unstoppable it feels like when he mm-hmm. was fighting 
I've, I've related it to this moment in season one so much, but when he's fighting for the hop way in season one against Lee Young, he doesn't stand a chance. Like he's, he's in it for a little bit, but he doesn't stand a chance at the end of the day. Cause he really doesn't believe in the hop way. But when he fights Leary, when he fights in the, in the riot, when he fights the, the, the cops earlier this year, um, earlier this yeah. season, you know, he's, he, when he believes he's, arguably unstoppable um of course he did like beating up the longs at the very beginning of this episode <laughs> or the season so uh he he did believe it in that sense too but i just think when he is fighting for what he believes is right he's mm -hmm. an unstoppable force for for chinatown and that's going to come to a head with young june at some point because of putting father june in danger because of now pre pretty much a lot of people seem to know that yan me and and, and assam have a thing so it's really going to put things in 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 question for for the two of them oh for sure i i i'm 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 definitely thinking uh i, I guess i'm i guess it's just morbid uh i, mean, I don't mean to be morbid about it but yeah. It, that I think it's going to take that turn with her because if something happens to Father June, he's got to get his get back. And um, well, Young June will have to get his get back. That's why he's having her teach his people how to uh, print right now, or might use the brother, might try to use the brother who, you know, uh, um, the, the younger brother who almost made a drastic mistake <laughs> yeah. this episode. So, um, I, I and I also like that, you know going somewhere else with uh larry like you you started to talk about larry i like that he is making um that character change where we've been talking about like he's i think he's figuring out we can't settle everything violently anymore we have to try to settle it out with our voices with, with talking to each other and i like that he kind of took a political to political step really by walking down into chinatown for the first time i don't know how long he's been in san francisco but for that to be his first time to walk into a, probably like a block away <laughs> and yeah. um you know you you walk there and that's your first time doing it and you're talking to assam which is interesting in itself because why is it assam talking oh well is this after young june went chasing after father june? no it couldn't have been was it um i have to look again i i've i've i forget if that was right after uh Let's see, because he starts looking for him. Yeah, I think that Larry. Yeah, Larry heads to Chinatown. That's before, um, before uh, Father June goes missing. That's crazy. That it's Assam. That's the one that's walking out, having this conversation, and not Young June. Because I think this con that conversation would have definitely went left. Oh, if yeah, that was Young June. Yeah, it would have definitely went sideways had had, <laughs> they, had it been Young June. Um, but and Larry and him. Leary and Assam though they like they they understand the people and like trying to because they also know the the devastation from that day both mm -hmm. sides lost a lot of people and they they don't want to see that happen again and, and that's why I like about what this was new Leary kind of like it's just when he slammed the, the chair down to get everybody's attention inside the bu inside the pub he's like all right I'm gonna go walk down and talk to him all right cool go down talk to him and the message that I like at the end of their conversation was you know these politicians just want to see us tear each other apart he's and um what was it that assam was like um 
but who's going to build the cities? Who who are they going to have to build mm-hmm. the cities? And they're saying, well, we're going to, they're going to, they're going to find somebody desperate enough to do it. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it was a message for today also, like with our political climate here in America today. Yeah. Um, it just seems like it's, spe- it's speaking volumes inside of this show right now. And uh, I, I really, like, uh, this is what's so great about the show is that it has different messages that really do compare to today. Like it seems like America has been going through this forever <laughs> really so um mm-hmm. it seems like everybody's breaking out of their stereotypes though from what we've seen from season one to now because Assam probably would have fought him season one Assam probably would have fought him right away season one larry would have fought him or brought all his people down to chinatown mm-hmm. after finding out you know they got attacked right away but now we're in season three we're in this season and they're not fighting they're not fighting each other they're actually sitting down and talking to each other it shows that like the character growth has been expedi- has been exponential throughout this whole entire series, and I, I completely applaud that from from the creators. Yeah, Leary is definitely at a point where it's like I'm not going to use my fist to solve every problem. He mm-hmm. just can't. Like uh, as we saw earlier this this season, you know he's taken a lot of damage over the years, and even those kids kind of got a hit on hit on him that left him kind of shook for a little bit mm-hmm. so he and with strickland's teachings he realizes he needs to do more than just fight everything and fight everybody or lead to riots and, and things like that because really what did the riot do it didn't really uh, outside of just like like he mentioned like both people losing people losing uh friends and family members and stuff like that on both sides it really it just resulted in that i mean what was the and it really inspired the the Chinatown to rally around us all and in you know different ways. So it's like instead of doing that, we got to approach it a different way. And and again, he's applying the the teachings that I think Strickland has uh, provided him because oh, yeah. he also like he also makes it a point to go visit Chief Atwood and mm-hmm. uh, try and appeal to him about getting the the, the kids let out and that's chief atwood really pissed off leary leary it was not having it with that dude but he he maintained you know composure i think he would have flipped out at some point he maintained composure but i i think chief atwood is i don't want to say a target but he's he's definitely not on leary's high up list but in my opinion in with that with that scene alone I know that Chief Atwood has been very brutal against the Chinese, mm-hmm. but you kind of get a new. I know he's been brutal. I don't. I hope no one takes this out of context. I know he's been very brutal to the Chinese, but I kind of got a little bit more respect for him because it was he was fair about getting those guys put in jail and keeping them in jail, mm-hmm. and you know, and what and when Larry asked him, you know. Or you're not Irish, are you? He's like, no, I'm American. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. I, I kind of, I respect you a little bit more because you have been brutal against the Chinese, which is un, un you know, unexcusable, but you're also putting away the Irish to, whenever they start doing wrong and you're not bending from that. And I, I kind of respect that a little bit more from him. Like I had a little bit more respect for him for like actually doing his job correctly and you know putting criminals away because i like he said i've been down he he said i've been down and out like them boys and you didn't see me go 
start robbing people just because like you said i'm mm-hmm. part of law and order i'm just that's my job and i'm glad that he's not corrupt he's un- he seems uncorruptible which is i i think that this what the town of i mean the city of uh san francisco needed at this point mm-hmm. yeah he's he's well he says he's like you know law and order but then he almost kills young june for and kind of challenge it so it's like uh you know like i believe it and then i don't and it's like eh, i don't know man i don't i don't believe you i really want i'm not a leary fan but i really want leary to punch you in the face right now um <laughs> uh, but i i could see leary maybe pulling strings to get bill back into his spot um and maybe that's with the relationship that leary strickland are having with buckley maybe that's something that um leary can pull the strings to making happen um because obviously bill's not enjoying what he's doing right now and no not at all and leary uh is definitely not about chief atwood and i could i could see maybe leary and strickland pulling some strings now that they have buckley kind of in their pocket Mm -hmm. to saying you know buckley yeah you did want this dude but no we're not having it we want bill in in the spot he should be in the spot over this dude and that may come to a head sooner it it seems like every time like especially me when i say like a different entity is going to take out another entity like with the fire situation i'm thinking it's going to be Catherine, and it's actually strickland that gets him out of it i mean gets him out of the race and then you have probably possibly atwood he's probably going to be unseated by once again, Strickland, it seems like when you do have out outward influences that actually need this help, actually need someone out of the out of the way. It seems like it's been Strickland, the one that's been getting like getting things done. And so mm-hmm. now I believe that Strickland is going to get everybody out doing things. Uh, I just <laughs> it's, it's Strickland. I don't I don't believe in any other outside influences. It's going to be Strickland because apparently he has he has some sway on over everyone right now. And it's like, uh, you can't, you see it by getting uh thire out of the managerial race. So, um, a mayoral managerial, what is going on? Mayoral <laughs> race. Um, but, um, with the, the O'Hara situation, he definitely, I'm, I'm surprised that he wanted a desk job to tell the truth. Like, I, I guess maybe cause he's done walking the street. He's been walking the street as a B cop. But, yeah. um and it probably pays a little bit more mm, that makes sense that makes yeah. sense but clearly his wife likes that he's doing the uh concrete <laughs> yeah. she, uh, she made it a point to be uh you know oh i got a big strong man in the house now Ooh. so you know it's 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 yeah he, it, there's benefits <laughs> Did he lie and say that he's doing better than the, than the guys at his age? Yes, he did. Yeah, I, I typed in my notes lies when he said that. Uh, it's just like lies uh, because, no, he is not. In fact, the people half his age are complaining about him uh, for his lack of. I mean, I get it. Like, it, that's a that's a tough, tough job that he's doing right now. And while Horace is like giving him a bone with this job and stuff like that. It seems like there's an underlying disdain or something for, for Horace and, and Bill. And so it was just like, Bill's really pissed off with this dude, dude every time Horace like just opens his mouth and talks and he's just like, Oh, I can't stand this Horace guy. 
because it seemed like what was the season? It was this season, right? When they had a conversation about him working for him, and it just seems like Bill was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna need you to get out of my face." Like yeah, it, it gave yeah. him that that look, like, you know, "No, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't do that." And that's why that's why I think like Leary maybe comes in and gets Bill out of there to mm-hmm. become chief again, and like bill has a moment where he could just like throw the boots like across the room or something like that like he's just i'm out of here this is ridiculous and and just flips the table or something i don't know he's gonna do something when he quits (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) because it seems like this is like get back for horse for like all the times that uh that O'Hare has been like rude to him and inside of his own house at, at that so it's like it just seems like him being rude to him, this is his time to get get him back. Like, yeah, you know what? You're gonna be picking up concrete today, and you might want to get these type of pants and shirts and things like that. It's like, oh, I thought I was working. Nope, no, you're working in the concrete today. <laughs> nope. And uh, speaking speaking of the with the well with the uh, I guess going on to Lee Chow and Abigail, the new uh, murder three that we have here. <laughs> Goodness gracious, that triple threat. Uh, you you. I thought, and we said this last week, I thought we weren't going to see him for a whole episode. Like, it was going to be a traveling episode. They're going to try back, and we're not going to get check in with them right away. (laughs) Almost right away. They took the overnight train, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) They definitely took a midnight train from Georgia this time. Something, yeah, yeah. And um, did you you see that come? Well, did you really see that coming? Like even when Happy Jack was talking and things like that, it it, it didn't still feel like like all right. Well, we might he's probably going to talk a lot of trash and like she's going to start putting pieces in her head together. I didn't think the pieces was going to get put in pretty much right then and there. And uh, I, yeah, I didn't expect like basically for them to trap Happy Jack right then and there and Chow and and you know threaten him and all that. But I also didn't expect Abigail to pull out the shotgun on him and blast him. <laughs> Because we also in this episode we understand more about the relationship between Happy Jack and Abigail, and Abigail was obviously married to Happy Jack's brother, and sounds like he was a decent man, mm-hmm. who is another thing that's reflected nowadays killed by the cops. Yes, that, and, that's and he he he's not doing anything. He's hassled by a group of white guys, and then turns out he's the one that gets shot that's that's what kind of got me to i actually wrote that down on my notes and um i was like you know he died from discrimination and and it's kind of crazy that mm-hmm. she's in love with you know a, a ex-white cop <laughs> you yeah. know yeah. It, it, that and you know it kind of gets you thinking like that's why they didn't want badges around it, it like when they were talking about it earlier it maybe wasn't because of happy jack's business practices is probably because of their their um relate their relationship clearly with the cops um from a past so yeah. it, it was cool seeing her backstory finally like we we get finally got a backstory on her i kind of want to see what mosley is going to do with lee like how is mosley going to really work lee back into trying to get these plates that was the other surprising kind of return if you will mm-hmm. like uh mosley did in fact survive a didn't expect nothing less now he's got this gnarly <laughs> scar on the side of his face um yeah i you know the the friendly relationship between him and lee has quickly gone away oh yeah uh, 
because it's it's like he's just he, again he just wants the plates and he sees lee as an asset to get those plates and he's like i don't care <laughs> like i don't <laughs> care what you want i'm gonna get these plates and you're gonna help me uh because mm -hmm. i am the secret service like he pulled out the secret service card and you know he's gonna make make it a point like he there is no uh, uh sugar coating there's no like talking that man down he is gung-ho about these plates and he again i mean it, i guess it shouldn't be shocking either because the he did torture that one dude he you know he's done some despicable things <laughs> yeah to get these plates back so it would make sense that he kind of forces lee's hand and i i mean i wouldn't be shocked if he did something more drastic to force lee's hand he just threatened him with the you know with the getting the charges away and all that so um because i think he knows like eh, i don't think your family forgave you i think they're dead <laughs> yeah I, i'm pretty sure he just killed all the male all the male family members and mm -hmm. child killed the only only lady yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's good it was my bad no no you're good i was just gonna say yeah and and, and uh i think he i think he probably doesn't suspect chow in terms of like the murders either i think he just expects suspects lee committed him in some way um and i don't know if he's going to be vindictive towards chow maybe not or if they're i guess because he didn't see what happened with chow and lee and and threatening threatening like how that whole situation first started off so mosley will probably not like go at chow necessarily but he again he wants those plates so he's going to find a way to get those plates I wonder. I'm. I'm wonder during the wedding we might get a little bit more. Um, may, they might get a little bit more leeway since like everybody's going to be at the wedding now. They could probably toss some of the places that like wondering where the wedding clearly is going to be. Uh, um, I wonder if they're going to like toss a bunch of di different people's places. Maybe actually look into the printer shop and and start searching through there. I wonder if that's going to be like part of the part of that episode also. Because like they didn't thoroughly check the printer shop, and there's only yeah. probably one of those that's in Chinatown. But yeah. I, I think they're gonna be wrong about it. So I didn't think about that because maybe they're the ones that find the money that Yanmi's hiding. Ooh. Ooh. That could be that bad. Could be bad news bears. Yeah, that could be very bad. <laughs> um and, and there was a preview at the end of this episode, and it does briefly show Lee and um mosley uh, just, just briefly but it, it's just one line where it's like mosley says to lee man the long z really know how to throw a party and then that's it that's all we get so i don't know if they're just oh, seeing it and then then like you said then they go off and like do their reconnaissance and searching and whatnot or or what's going to happen there but maybe it's not young june that finds the money maybe it is the the cops and uh yeah that's what i'm thinking i'm i'm, I'm really that would be a very quick turn of events like as much as i'm saying that like uh may uh my ling is playing this these games i'm just like they might find out that they they both have a business going on and that's gonna be I wonder if if he just gets the plates that he'll leave the rest of loan or the rest of them alone or is he really going to like bring the the full force of the federal government onto these onto the um onto the tongs 
or maybe he might be corrupt. Who knows? I have a sneaking suspicion that Mosley doesn't make it out of this season. Ooh. Ooh. I don't me think neither. because <laughs> because if he let's say he does get like let's say he does find the money and he like captures Jean Me to mm-hmm. like spill the beans kind of thing. Assam finds out. Chow maybe helps him find out. Chow and Lee have a thing now. Lee's being pushed into a corner by Mosley. There's a lot of people now that are probably not with Mosley in a lot of ways. <laughs> he might push people a little too far. Yeah, he, he could. Yeah, he might bite the dust on this one. He could. He, the, maybe. Hey, it's a big, big possibility. I would give it maybe a 75 to 80% chance of him biting the dust. But I hope that he does it after he kind of gets Lee pardoned for those mur- for the murder charges. Like, I really hope yeah. that, like, he gets those those pardoned and then boom, that's it for uh for uh, Agent Mosley. Mm-hmm. Because his his partner did not survive the first one, did not survive the first, like, two minutes of the of their episode. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think it was one of these episodes where I was like, oh, maybe he's going to hire Lee and, you know, maybe he wants him to be his full time partner and stuff like that. But then obviously the turn with Happy Jack happens. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's not that he wants him as a partner. He just wants him for these plates. He'll help him. You know, obviously, if he if Lee helps him get the plates, he'll he'll, like you said, pardon him or do whatever he needs to do. But that's all he cares about. There is no wanting necessarily a new partner or anything like that probably didn't really care about his partner in the first place he probably just you know was just hey that's the dude that i'm working with you know so that's why it's like man lee and chow and assam and whoever else maybe they all unite against uh against mosley because he's just he's not the greatest of people no, not at all. Uh, when he's tearing up the printer shop, when the dude was having a heart attack, you kind of just be like, ah, there's something wrong with this guy. Yeah. He's, he's a I little mean, too much wanting these plates. I wonder why he, he wants these plates this bad. It's And it may be just because literally it's just government and his job or whatever, and he takes his job extra seriously. Maybe it's just something like that. Um, but Mosley, I think he says it to, to Lee, something about his cheery personality. Don't like mistake it for you know whatever like uh, i it sounds like he's very vindictive and and very uh cold and calculating to to a certain extent and and he's going to make sure to get those plates one way or another one way or another oh sorry my bad sorry got into song there um um <laughs> so um the thing one thing i do have is uh walter i always i don't know why oh buckley Buckley, why do I forget his last name? I knew his first name. Hey, um, Buckley finally gets the managerial minute. Uh, he does become a manager. Race. Yes, yes, he, does, <laughs> he becomes, becomes a manager. Becomes manager of the city <laughs> of San Francisco. The manager of San Francisco, uh, Walter Buckley, uh, practically a manager because he's actually being controlled by a, a much higher entity. With oh well, I guess of higher, which is Strickland, but um. It, it's it was it was an interesting conversation he had with Thayer. With Thayer walks up, he says, "You have no one to celebrate with. Look at you, no one to celebrate with, no one to have a drink and celebratory." Well, clearly, Thayer, you didn't know 
that, you were very wrong. <laughs> oh, he celebrated. Let's just say he celebrated extra that night. <laughs> Not a drink, though. So um, with that, with Buckley really being the puppet to Strickland, do it's kind of, it's a weird situation for him because normally he's the marionette and you know he's the he's playing with the puppets and things like that. I wonder how he's going to take being controlled by someone out. Really, all his decisions are going to have to go through Strickland, and I wonder if this is going to cause a riff with maybe him and Catherine at some point. Um, I like I said, I thought Catherine was going to kill Thayer or at, at least be the one to like get rid of Thayer out of the uh, the, the race, the the political yeah. race, and um, clearly I was wrong on that one, and um. I wonder if like that's going to cause a rift because she sees him as a powerful figure now, and but now she's probably going to find out that Strickland's really the one pulling the strings. I wonder. I wonder if it's like maybe she helps him figure out how to get out from underneath Strickland in some way. Like maybe, maybe it's something along those lines. Because yeah, I, I've I was expecting a turn with her character as of yet, and we haven't seen it so far. She seems just genuinely into Buckley and into him being mayor, and she was really uh, having a ball <laughs> at that celebration thing. Okay. Um, so I don't, you know, I don't know if there's something that would dissuade her from from buckley at this point outside of maybe the photograph and and seeing that because like that could be the ticking time bomb for for the for those two um and then with strickland and and leary I, well one buckley saying i didn't realize y'all knew each other you know it was like uh-oh um <laughs> oh yeah but i i i wonder what's like strickland you know because like buckley's gonna try and outlaw chinese labor but Strickland is trying to build this railway or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know that he's going to want that necessarily. And I don't correct me if I'm wrong. Has he ever outright said no about Chinese labor? Has Strickland no. said anything in regards to that? I haven't heard anything. I no, I haven't heard anything derogatory towards Chinese labor or, or Chinese people from him. Yeah, really? It's more about control and power and money at the end of the day for him. Mm -hmm. And I think he saw, again, potential with Leary and all his votes that he controls and just who he can be. And again, relates to him being a fellow soldier and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But I wonder, because rich people, they just care about money. Oh, yeah. And so if this railway thing is the most important thing. I don't think he cares who builds, who builds the thing. So I don't know that outlawing Chinese labor is going to make sense for, for Strickland. And I could see him. Yeah. He is pulling the strings with Buckley and Buckley. One of his main points was outlawing Chinese labor and da, 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 and Strickland. I could see Strickland coming in like, nah, we're not doing that. And that's going to start a rift between him and Leary too. So like that's, it's a lot of he he has he's gonna have a lot of heat on him coming towards him, especially at the what round around the end of the episode where we see Lie kind of sitting inside of the uh, bushes waiting. Uh, she's gonna she's gonna jump the gun. Uh, I'm gonna be so mad when she jumps this gun. She's probably to gonna jump him. the gun. Yeah, she's probably gonna jump the gun. I don't know if she's just specifically targeting his enforcer guy 
or if mm -hmm. she's going to target Strickland as well. But yeah, she's she's probably going to jump the gun a little bit. But she's she's plotting. She's oh. she's getting ready. She's oh, yeah. going to make her move sooner rather than later. Because her kicking the guy over that banister, I think that was like her thing saying, yeah, I, I'm ready. I don't know if you're ready, but I'm definitely ready because I, I just kicked that guy yeah, into, she a, did. into a table. She did roundhouse kick that guy off the second floor. <laughs> like, she is legit. But I think the thing with her is she's, she's fueled by anger. And you can't be – like, it is – the fuel will last with anger – but you lose control and mm -hmm. that may bite her in the end in terms of in terms of control and like jumping the gun or something like that because you you got to be smart about it because strickland him and his goons are like all seemingly so far like three steps ahead of everybody else mm -hmm. and, and he seems and he seems like he won't kill her he won't have her killed he'll get something out of a toy or a Nelly, not Nelly. I'm sorry. Yeah. Nelly out of a toy or Nelly with like lie being like a hostage or something like that. It seems like he wouldn't go jump the gun to where I'm going to kill you. Like her, her point is I want to kill all of y'all. And his is like, I want power and money, more money. So Nelly, you know, I see, I heard you getting some more land out there. I want to build a railroad right mm -hmm. on that land too. And mm -hmm. this is the only way you can get her back and i'm like oh man this is gonna be it's definitely gonna be a problem by the end of this season yeah because uh yeah i i i hope nothing happens to lie because i really like her, like her character i i honestly would like more of her character because i mm -hmm. find her character very interesting um but yeah she's uh, she's probably gonna jump the gun at some point and and we'll see but depending on what strickland now does with buckley and power yeah, Buckley's celebrating right now, but Strickland, like like you said, he's pulling the strings. Mm -hmm. He's probably going to pull the strings that undermine a lot of what Buckley was campaigning on. And again, like he said in, what was it, episode six or five? I forget which one. But he's like, I need a mayor I can control. And Buckley is that guy. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, yeah. Yeah, he did. And I, I, I'm, I'm wondering, uh, and now my biggest question from for next episode which i guess is the wedding does buckley go to the wedding no i don't i don't see him <sighs> going to the wedding i it would be a very awkward uh person there at the wedding um yeah i don't see him because uh, i i don't i don't think he wants to establish any sort of like oh, relationship that he knows myling or any, anything like that but i could see something to where you know obviously buckley very celebratory in this episode very happy <laughs> in a lot of ways uh but maybe the beginnings of strickland pulling the strings happened in the next episode that made him to no end and and maybe catherine is is there to like help him figure out a way out from under strickland somehow some way that's why I think her role is about to be at the end of the day. She's going to be like getting them out of a, out of this situation. And um, I I wonder if Strickland survives this season also. Um, probably won't because he's going to like maybe overplay his hand or underestimate someone. Like like with the whole um, I think the first at the end of the first episode of the season, you know, I think he overestimated those women at this at Sonoma. I mean, no, I'm sorry, underestimated. 
underestimated women at Sonoma and, you know, got his people's beaten back, really. And I think that by the end of this episode, by the end of this season, he's going to underestimate a toy or Nelly at some point And just that's the end of him that to, to tell the truth. That that's where I think his his weakness is right now. Because it's the only weakness I really see from him. He's definitely like like I said, he feels like he's three steps ahead of everyone, but that may come as a detriment to mm -hmm. him because yeah, he could very well like underestimate everybody. Um I feel like he would underestimate Leary, and I think if he does Strickland does go uh, for Chinese labor and flips the script i could see leary not being a fan of that and just snapping at 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 him but of course strickland has basically all the cards right now but leary like i, I mean i could see that going either way and he, him underestimating leary in a lot of ways or underestimating what leary's willing to do straight yeah he, he got a lot of he doesn't understand there's a lot of knives pointed at him i don't think he he understands that part he doesn't, but I think he's 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 I don't know, I guess like egotistical maybe the word uh, mm -hmm. because he's insulated because he, of of the power that he has of the manpower that he has like he he feels well protected and he, I mean there is no discrediting he is smart when it comes to playing the game and again like I said I feel like he's a, three steps ahead of everyone so he he knows how to do it but that cockiness may come into play in, in terms of undermining him um because or maybe it's not even cockiness that undermines him it's just the fact that a toy and lie or maybe just lie go go at him in a assassination type attempt mm, yeah I'm, I'm i'm i definitely can't wait to see his end i'm not gonna lie he's he's such a well, he's he's like one Horrible of the main, character. yeah, he's like one of the main people that's like just straight up villain on this show. Mm -hmm. Like, I I feel like Chief Chief Atwood is another one that's just like kind of straight up villain. Um, there's there's some villainous characters this season. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He and it's weird not seeing uh, Kong in this episode either. Kind of being, uh, I yeah. think this is like one of the first episodes we didn't see him. Yeah, it was a definitely a break break from mm -hmm. him. And then we still haven't seen Lee Young and and My Ling play out since that marriage proposal engagement deal. Mm. Like when they hug again, I go back to the look that Lee Young gave. There's something more that's going to happen there. And he's going to rip the bandaid off at some point about something maybe the elders have agreed to or that they want or whatever. I don't know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll see, but yeah, something's going to happen between Mai Ling and and Lee Young as well. And it's going to happen during the wedding. <laughs> Could very well happen during the wedding or or maybe right after or something like that. And I, I don't know. I just want one wedding episode from like I guess a HBO slash Max series to actually go right. You know, not like I don't know why they use those episodes to be the most brutal episodes, but yeah. Um, very worried very worried I, about this i would be very concerned about weddings in general if they pertain to hbo type shows <laughs> it usually doesn't end well so we'll have to wait and see i think it's okay based off the trailer of the next like the preview of it but i mean again it's only 30 seconds so uh, who knows if it if it ends up going very well 
very well or not but uh yeah it'll be an interesting wedding to say the least especially if like young june's there as well and you know obviously assam's been invited a toy's been invited um but does me like i i feel like ming Yu is a wild card in terms of i don't think he's done with a toy i could see him going back after a toy in some way mm-hmm. um I, you know there there there's definitely some problem people out there that could mess things up uh for the wedding and uh yeah yeah, it's, it's just way too many entities that can, like, really ruin this. And then, you know, you got the cops, so you got the bulls that's probably going to tear up, the, tear up the city while literally all of the power structure of the city will probably be at this wedding. Like, you, you, you'll just have, like, the regular, like, goons of both tongs be, you know, outside, either outside the wedding or back in their little, uh, in their little hideouts and things like that. I, I think we're, we're definitely going to have that type of we're going to have that type of drama happen where you, like you said earlier, like they might find, you know, the money, the, the counterfeit money that, um, Yami was making. Um, yeah, I said it right. Yes. Okay. And, um, you know, that, that she was making and probably turn her against the tongs. And now Asama's going to have to have, have a choice. Uh, do I try to save Do I mean, do I try to kill her or save her? You know, I, I don't, I don't, I hoping that, um, we get i'm thinking that's where the storyline is going to start taking place especially with the counterfeit money yeah i i it's it's going to come down to either you know with them showing it in this episode and showing where it's at and you know some like hey don't don't take any more money please don't take any more money um it's going to come to a head somebody's going to find that money uh i it's it's either mosley and lee or or young June and, and some of the hop way, one of those two are finding the money and it's going to put a Psalm in a precarious position because I think he'll do, I think again, he'll do what's right and he'll protect her mm. no matter what, no matter what he can do. He'll, he'll find a way to protect her um, because there's a, there's a strong relationship between the two. It's, it's not, I don't really remember the relationship him and uh, what was it? Penelope Blake had in the first season. Uh, I don't, I mean, I remember it, but I don't. So I I can't fully compare it to that one, Mm -hmm. but I think Yan me sees the best in a Psalm and wants what's best for him and is going to um, be that person to help him realize that. And I think she's an integral part in him understanding that he can be more than just who he is right now yeah i, I, I that's what that's where his character is kind of heading towards a hero like mm-hmm. the actual hero for chinese people uh, mm-hmm. that's why i'm kind of you know it's kind of I, I hope i hope that he gets that character arc i hope we get to see that um but did you have any other notes for for this episode uh let's see i think we covered a lot of them let me look back uh because Oh, well, the one thing I did want to point out, too, in, in the preview with uh, for that next episode, it does show Father June seemingly being of sound mind, um, talking to young June about like a psalm and everything. So Ooh. maybe maybe it's not that he's going or gone like, you know, um, like it, maybe he's not deteriorating necessarily. Like maybe it was just a result of the blood loss or, or something along those lines. 
um or it could be a like an in and out thing because like that's i mean that's honestly kind of how it, that thing happens like my grandmother she was she was fine and then next minute she wasn't and then she was fine and the next minute she wasn't so mm-hmm. it, maybe it's something like that with father june uh, uh, as well um yeah i i just i think that covers pretty much everything that i had mm-hmm. uh i oh the only other thing i guess i would want to want to just talk about briefly is that uh you see the as we we saw with the kids that beat up the white guy uh, well, we see the kids from the pond. I, sh- they, I say kids. They didn't look like kids. They look like grown men. Mm-hmm. Um, and they steal from the grocer. And then obviously then the police arrest them. And then uh, the the guys beat up that white guy. I get. Was he one of the ones that stole or no? Was he just a random white guy? The one that was outside. Uh, yeah. Like he, he was going. Yeah. To, yeah. He was he one of the ones that stole. I think he looked like a random, a random person that they just went and beat up. That they just went and beat up, right? Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I didn't think he was, he was one of the guys that stole. I thought he was just kind of random. Um, but those guys went back to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, and maybe I mean maybe I'm wrong or whatever. But like, uh, whatever the case, they beat up that guy. But like, it's funny to see the the mirror image of Leary like controlling his group and Assam controlling his group and doing it because he could have done it quietly, right? Mm-hmm. Like he, Assam could have approached that kid quietly. No, he made it a point to do it at a toys and grab him basically by the scruff of his neck, slapped him <laughs> around and stuff. And it was like, you're putting all of us in danger. And again, Assam sees the greater picture um, mm. than what this kid's seeing and stuff like that and it's like well i was doing what you would do yeah but no you're mm. you, that that was a stupid move like assam is doing stuff differently and i think he was helping teach that that kid like you got to be smart about this and you're putting us all in danger for them to try and start another riot or come down here or whatever and hassle us even more than they already are as we've seen they've been hassling the cops have been hassling them all all season long um in really brutal ways looking at you chief atwood um yeah. so brutal. yeah so i saw him making it a point to be public with his reprimand of the kid i thought i thought was interesting because it also displays just the 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 command of respect that he has um in the community and people listen to him um and then like when he says something about if anything happens i want to know about it or whatever it was like that's the that's the leader of chinatown (laughs) he just doesn't know it yet that's what he said he said yeah i'm not the one controlling chinatown he said there's literally a 10 foot portrait down the street of you <laughs> yeah. clearly you clearly yeah. you're running this town <laughs> you yeah you underestimate the power that you wield right now like you know and, and like in that moment like obviously leary hates him and they hate leary and all that but like they i don't want to say it's a respect but it's a mutual understanding of the mm-hmm. situation and and how they can't just do the riot again because both sides again both sides lose in that case because oh, yeah. the cops are just going to beat up and arrest everybody it <laughs> seems like at this point uh, obviously they go harder at at the chinese but still like they 
it very much feels like Chief Atwood is not a friend of the Irish like the cops used to be. So, it, and with in that in that scene in the toys, that's uh Yami's brother, right? That he beats. I, that's his brother. I believe so. I could be wrong. I'm not sure. I need to look back. Um, because I forget. It's been a while since I'd seen the brother, so I I I, mm-hmm. I think you're right, but I'm not like 100 percent sure. Because when he said like you was during the riots, you were hiding inside the inside the shop with your with your dad. Yeah, and he I does. Like, say oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I think yeah, that is uh, the brother. And I, I like that they like like I said in the beginning. Like I'm I'm happy that those two had a conversation that actually talked and actually came to a mutual understanding. Like you stay out of my area, I'll stay out of yours. And mm-hmm. I also noticed something with Hung in that situation too. Like Hung unquestioned it, didn't question it, didn't say anything else. What you want us to do? Tell everybody, you know, they got to come answer to me. Okay. And then at the end of this episode, that this is probably my last of my notes, but at the end of this episode, he's talking to young June about, um, about Assam and he's actually talking back, like kind of like having a discourse with, young june about us i'm like yo he would dice for you like he would kill he would die or dice for you doesn't matter Mm -hmm. and what at the end like his words are going to get him in trouble because young june talks about assam doesn't have it's supposed to be about the hopway he's supposed to be for the hopway everything that he does is for the hopway and it seems like he's doing it for himself and then literally not not a couple sentences later he says but I need him to be loyal to me. I need people that are going to be loyal to me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a jealousy thing. This is, this yeah. is, he's jealous that I think that the Hopway are kind of moving towards Assam being the, the boss. And I, I wish that we got more of an episode where it was him kind of controlling the Hopway while they were in jail or like, you know, or uh, Lee Young controlling Long Z. I wish we got a little bit more of that, but. I like that there is this that I, I see that there's now this rift between Young June and Assam, and I think like like we said earlier in the episode, um, you know he the father being shot. I mean Father June being shot, it might turn the tide of all right. Well, this is gonna this is gonna turn into all out war between Assam and Young June. But at the end of this episode, it just feels like it's really a jealousy thing that seeing that portrait of 10 foot portrait of Assam with the nunchucks because at the end at the beginning of no at the end of last of the end of last season he sees the portrait and he actually spits towards the portrait while he's mm-hmm. with hung and it just seems like that jealousy has really been building between between Assam and young june and also you know from well, also from the last season they were talking about how really Assam's been the one telling young june to do everything how it seems like Assam's been the one really running the tongue when Father when Father June was going through his uh after he got blown up. It seemed mm-hmm. like Assam was the one really running this, running the show. So it seems like this jealousy is really just starting to build. And Hong kind of respects it, it seems like that it Hong's in the middle, but Hong is really towards Assam more than anything else. But I think the hop way has a lot more respect for Assam, but the problem is is that the secession really lied on young june being the boss so yeah. i i really think that that's where this whole this whole riff is really going to really come to the head is just really the jealousy 
of young June towards Assam. And he's just a really emotional about that. Oh, very much so. And the the rift is, yeah, it's, it's slowly been building, slowly been growing. Um, but yeah, the, the father June being shot and put in danger. That's, I think it's really cracked the, the relationship and young June is, is, is going to start putting people on notice that they're loyal to him. And, and he's the one that runs things. Hong, I think, I think can relate more to Assam and what he's wanting and stuff. And when push comes to shove, I could see him going more with Assam. Um, and, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see. But yeah, because Assam does command a lot of respect for what everything that he's done for fighting for the people, for fighting Leary, for fighting the Long Z, like in multiple times by himself. Like he's he's willing to scrap with the best of them. Mm-hmm. but it's it's gonna cause a, a major problems and you know I, young june and 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 assam are definitely on a collision course oh for sure it's for i think it's going to be what people would think is probably for the control of hop of the hop away but i think it's really coming down to the control of chinatown at, yeah. the, at the end of the day I think yeah. the Hopway really control a lot of influence there. So it's really going to just be that control. Yeah, definitely. So it, it could very well be that. And if Assam does take up uh, leadership in the Hopway, like maybe it's more of a making them less of a just straight up gang and more of a protectors, if you will, of, of Chinatown. But that a lot of that would depend on my Ling and where she falls into the situation because she's gonna want power no matter what it seems like and you know she's always playing a game to to come out ahead so where does she fall you know who knows because she's obviously put her tongue in different situations that have presented problems and ha- leaving the elders questioning and and kong pack being in lee young's ear i mean there's there's things boiling there too i can't i mean this show just like it just seems so many those those strings that and now they're starting to pull a little bit too. Those strings are starting a little bit getting there, getting to the point where we're just going to start seeing the end of these strings. It's gonna, I cannot wait to for this season finale too. <laughs> right? It's going yeah. To be wild. We oh, have. Uh, I I think we got episode eight, nine, ten. Like we got three episodes left. So I I, I definitely think Atwood. Maybe Atwood and Mosley don't survive episode nine. I think that the Strickland comes comes to a head in episode ten. Now, I, I don't know see, how. Yeah, I could see Atwood not necessarily dying, but definitely getting kicked out mm-hmm. and like leaving the city or something like that. Uh, Mosley, I think that one's going to be a live or die kind of situation uh, with the way he's pushing everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I don't know that young June and Assam come to life and death, but it definitely like festers into a brawl of some kind. And and maybe like you mentioned, maybe Yan Mi is in the cro- crosshairs at that point, and maybe she's the one in danger uh, by young June or by by someone else. Man, this is uh, it's too much. It's too much for me. <laughs> they, they what they should have did. No, I'm joking. I, I like that we have kind of an appointment viewing with this show. I I, I yeah. actually like that. You know, you can talk about it each week and like, man, just guessing, really just guessing right now. I, I really like that. Um, it, yeah, there, it, it's definitely a point appointment viewing for me. It's it's the best show for me that's out right now. 
Oh yeah, I, I'm glad there's not people spoiling it, but also like that means that hopefully the fandom starts to get a lot bigger. But I'm just glad people aren't spoiling it. <laughs> so was it Thursday nights? You know, I got stuff yeah. to do. I work. But yeah, I I don't know if they release the the episodes at like two a.m. like Disney Plus does or anything like that. But uh, yeah, I, I'm glad it's not like a situation where I have to necessarily worry about spoilers. But I definitely do want to keep banging the drum for Warrior because I feel like it's such an underrated show and it, it doesn't. I feel like doesn't get the marketing that it it deserves. So also, I want to beat the drum for the show because I want a fourth season. I want a fifth season. Uh, so I want this thing to to work out and 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 hopefully you know be, we get another one because like nowadays you just never know if, if you don't get the numbers you're written off and it's mm-hmm. just uh, it's a dicey times that we're we're living <laughs> in in terms of entertainment and whatnot so especially all these strikes and everything you never know it's because like yeah get, get kind of like a hero situation <laughs> yeah, yeah oh. very well could so hopefully not. Uh, we'll have to wait and see where where it goes from here but yeah it's tough man it's tough (laughs) do you have any other uh notes for tonight for today uh no that's that's all i have uh but feel free to comment below if we missed anything and let us know like hey another shannon lee cameo (laughs) of some kind uh or just whatever you know just let us know feel free to comment below because I went and checked, I went and looked at her pictures and everything. I was like, wow, that was Shannon Lee. <laughs> I, I was no so idea. mad. Oh, I was so mad at myself. I, I didn't know it was his 50th anniversary of his death, too. It was like, wow, it's wow. It's God, I can't believe it's been 50 years. It's a man. It's, I think his son's almost, I think we're approaching 20 years with um with uh Brandon Lee passing oh, away. Oh, is it or 20 or years? Yeah, I was gonna say it might be thirty. It's gonna be a while because I think what was that ninety five or something around there. Something it's around been a there. while. Was it the crow where yeah. he got shot? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that is the Warrior Cast for today, uh, episode seven of season three of Warrior Cast. Uh, well, yeah, well, Warrior Cast, well, Warrior episode seven, season three, and um, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, but. Uh, with with that, I would like to say uh, thank you for joining us today. And uh, Michael, did you have uh, anything coming up? Uh, I do. I just really quickly want to say Brandon Lee died March 31st, 1993. So it's been 30 years uh, since his death, which is, man. Yeah, it's, it's wild, man. It's time. Oh, man. Um, on a happier note, you can follow me. <laughs> on all your favorite social media platforms uh, at producer Mike nine, seven, five. And then you can check out comic cast, the podcast I host with John Lee. You can check that out on all your favorite podcast platforms, C O M I C A S T. And we will be releasing issue 496 on Tuesday. Uh, No John Lee on that episode. It'll be Alicia, Alicia Gilstorf of telltale tv joining me to talk all things secret invasion so full spoilers for that show if you haven't seen the season or series finale uh it's definitely going to be an interesting one because that finale was interesting um yeah I, that's all i'm going to say about secret invasion I, i'm that's almost i'm not i'm, I'm not you know what? i'm not going to spoil anything for comic cast i just want to say 
I'm the wasn't a fan. Okay, I, 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 I was a fan for the first episode. I was like, all right, first episode, we're, we're doing good. Okay, cool. And then, yeah. Uh, but please go listen to Comic Comic Cast because they definitely break it down way better than I could. And uh, no. and also, you know, watch the TV show because it's uh, it's interesting, to say the least. It's uh, uh, my review. <sighs> just a sigh, just a deep sigh. That's all you need. And then also go check out uh, Michael's uh, article. Uh, what was the site again? Uh, it's on Substack. If you want to subscribe to uh, my uh, writings on Substack, I just released my first big piece this past Tuesday, uh, Why You Should Watch Warrior. Um, if you want to subscribe to it, just search Thoughts from a Nerd or just search my name, Michael Carroll, uh, or I believe producer Mike nine seven five as well. Like feel free, any of those options. Uh, but yeah, you can, uh, subscribe on, on Substack. It's free. I don't charge. I'm, I can't charge for writing. No. Uh, so it's free. If you want to take a, take a read. All right. All right. Definitely go check out Substack. It's very, very well. It's a very good article telling really convincing you to go and check out this show. If you're not fully convinced by the, by the podcast you definitely probably get fully convinced by the written writings of michael carroll for sure and uh it, it i had one more thing i wanted to talk about real quick i heard yeah. it on your show yeah you like did do you like the my my adventures of superman yeah i do i, I like it so far ah oh, okay thank you You don't like okay. it i love it oh okay i, good. Okay. I like it because i it gives me the, the 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 drawings give me like scooby-doo vibes like the, the mm, scooby-doo mm -hmm. vibe from the old school scooby-doo but like mm -hmm. i like that it's a it's a different take on 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 superman i just i just wanted to talk about that for a second because i heard you talk about it i was like yeah. nobody said anything about this show yet and i'm just i thought i was the it's only good one watching it <laughs> no you know it's good i i like it it's a fun like fun show it's different from harley quinn that one's more like straight up adult animated, which nothing wrong with that. Um, it's just this one's very uh, much more lighthearted, uh, young 20 something Clark Kent, young 20 something Lois Lane. Like they're in their early days of their uh, press careers and, and their relationship. And it's like it's developing and, and all that. And it, it has like it, it has some strong i feel like anime influences so far mm -hmm. with some of the character designs and like the way uh clark becomes superman at one point and and the way his like suit kind of manifests on him people have put it in comparison with sailor moon which is very an apt comparison it turns out so it's just a fun like lighthearted show like if you want something fun lighthearted uh you're not trying to see like craziness or whatever like you're not like warrior can be heavy like this mm -hmm. one is just a fun animated 30 20 30 minute episodes uh with jack quaid and alice wong i believe is the voice actress for lois lane um but jack quaid you may know him from uh the boys uh, i'm trying to think what else he's done i mean he was in uh what's it called uh oppenheimer just this past uh, week i mean he's been a lot of stuff but um yeah it's a good show it's a it's a very fun uh animated adventure i'm just happy i wasn't alone watching this i'm not gonna lie i, I was like yeah i'm kind of excited about this i'm like i normally don't like superman content but like i i was like I, i'm gonna check this out and it was caught me it, it was good it was really good to me i i really enjoy it I, uh, uh, yeah like you said the anime influence yes 
yeah it, like the the robots in the first episode and some of the other elements like uh i haven't seen the most recent episode just yet but uh episode four with the adaptation of what they did with amazo and and parasite in a sense like mm. it it felt very anime uh with their with the designs and choices and whatnot which was fun i mean it's different and i i like that about it and the actress is alice lee sorry alice let lee. me correct that alice lee um she's the voice actress for lois lane and she's she's great it's a good it's a good cast too it's really oh, good yeah. in the uh, black jimmy olsen yeah Inclusion. Yeah, Jimmy's, Jimmy's great. I, I want to say Phil is Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar? In this show? I believe he's in this show. Um, is he Jimmy Olsen? I don't. I don't know. I need to look at the cast. But yeah, the the cat the voice actors are phenomenal so far. All right. Well, that was uh, the the nerd minute. Uh, nerd minute with uh, <laughs> <laughs> with the 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 yeah. So with that. That is the show today. That was Warrior Cast, uh, where you can find the Cruising Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, YouTube, and anywhere else you can find your podcast needs. That's where you can find the Cruising Podcast. Also, you can find the latest updates of the show is on Instagram at Cruising Podcast, also on Twitter at Nice Town Finest. And make sure, don't forget, go to Substack, Michael Carroll. I'm going to definitely have the uh, information on the uh, description of the episode so you know all you gotta do is click the link and you read a nice beautiful article about the this show warrior and uh with that i like to say i love you guys don't do anything i wouldn't do catch you guys later deuces where is